Thanks for listening to the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. Check out more great podcasts today on one of these awesome affiliate networks. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. The Tangibound Network. Check it out. Tangiboundnetwork.com. Listen to this show, the latest episode, every time. A proud member of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other geeky podcasts over at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. What's up, friends? Josh here of the Pop Culture Cosmos and Topic Ocalypse podcast. I recently got to sit down with Forza Horizon 4, and I have some thoughts, so here goes. Welcome to the Pop Culture Cosmos. Forza Horizon 4 is the most breathtaking racing game I have ever seen. Trust me when I tell you this, that I don't say that lightly. As somebody who has played every Forza entry since Forza Motorsports revved its way onto the original Xbox console back in 2005, I was beginning to, for lack of a better term, experience franchise fatigue. While the Forza Horizon series certainly has a lot more to offer fans in terms of things to do, the novelty of an open-world racing game was beginning to feel stale. So what exactly is it that makes Forza Horizon 4 feel like a breath of fresh air in a series that's been around for 13 years? Well, I'm glad you asked. When Phil Spencer took the stage at this year's E3 to show us Microsoft's massive lineup of games, he made a point to show off their AAA studios, reassuring fans that they have heard the call for new IPs and exclusives and they are working hard to deliver. Among developers like 343 Industries, Ninja Theory, Rare, The Coalition, and Mojang, stood longtime Microsoft collaborators Turn 10 Studios and Playground Games. For those of you who don't know, Turn 10 Studios was the original developer alongside Microsoft of the Forza Motorsports franchise. It wasn't until the release of Forza Horizon back in 2012 that the UK-based Playground Games was brought into the fold. With Turn 10's knowledge of car games and Playground Games' love of open-world settings, it seemed like a recipe for success, and it was. Fast forward six years and four entries and it feels like the formula has been perfected. The moment you start the game, you're thrust into brief events that highlight all of the different offerings the game has as far as multiplayer racing goes. You can choose between cross-country, road racing, dirt racing, or the non-festival sanctioned street racing. And once you finish those, there's plenty of side quests to play through, including barn finds, drag racing, speed zones, danger zones, beauty spots, and the tried and true bonus board hunting that requires hours of patience and no shortage of ingenuity to complete. That's a lot of gameplay, right? Yeah, but that's not even half of what this latest entry offers gamers. In addition to the main storyline, and I use that term loosely, of the game, which sees you making friends and becoming the Horizon Festival champion, Forza Horizon 4 has introduced for the very first time narrative-based gameplay in the form of four different stories that have you joining a drift club, driving cars for an internet streamer, showing off fast cars for a business, and doing stunts for a big-budget driving flick. While all of these side stories are optional, it brings something to the game that makes you feel more involved in the world, thus providing an incentive to keep playing. It's an interesting strategy on the part of the developers, and, at least in my opinion, it paid off. Speaking of world, Forza Horizon 4 takes you to the United Kingdom where you participate in a Horizon Festival that lasts an entire year while allowing players to drive through various conditions brought on by dynamic seasons that can be seen transitioning at different points throughout their cycles. Why it's taken them so long to introduce a feature like this is beyond me, but I'm certainly glad they did. 
The first things you'll notice in the fall are the colors. All the different shades of red and orange you find in the falling leaves are stunning to say the least. Then there's the winter. While winter isn't exactly the colorful spectacle that fall is, the game allows players to decide how much or how little they're going to enjoy it. You can buy a nice Jeep or a Land Rover and put some snow tires on there which will allow you to traverse the roads easy enough, or you can be an idiot like I was and try to drive a Ferrari 458 Special while simultaneously trying to get enough speed to make the jumps and finish the danger signs. On a more positive note, while the snow can be fun to drive around in for the first few minutes, if that, winter does allow you access to places you can't get to during other times of the year. That being said, if you're a completionist, make sure you take advantage of this time by smashing all of the signs on all of the islands while you can. As for the spring and summer, they both have things about them that are interesting and fun, but there's not exactly a lot of variation when it comes to road conditions and driving techniques. Instead of focusing on not crashing or racking up those skill points, take a minute to enjoy just how beautiful the scenery in this game is. Now for the cars. Forza Horizon 4 boasts a catalog of 450 cars, a number that will most likely increase as more downloadable content is released. Among those 450 cars are all the usual big names like Austin Martin, Audi, BMW, Chrysler, Ferrari, Jaguar, and so on. What the developers did differently this time around is throw in some cool off-road vehicles like the Ram Power Wagon, Defender 90, and the Toyota Helix. Unfortunately, the catalog is limited to vehicles with four wheels, meaning that while you still have to face planes, hovercrafts, and dirt bikes in the showcase events, you still can't drive them. Oh well, maybe next time. Uh, you do, however, get to take a spin with everybody's favorite UNSC super weapon, Spartan 117 The Master Chief, in a special Halo showcase that puts you in a warthog and lets you experience a thrill that I haven't felt since the Maw. That's right, in one of the showcase events, the world of Forza Horizon 4 is reskinned to look like it exists on a Halo ring. The soundtrack plays Cortana plans your escape from the Covenant, and speaking of Covenant, there are plenty of banshees flying around as you make a mad dash through castles, neighborhoods, over jumps, and back to the beach. And yes, it is just as much fun as it sounds. Really, I am not being sarcastic there. Alright, so usually I close these reviews with things I didn't like about the game. Uh, while Forza Horizon 4 is far from the perfect game, its flaws are hardly anything worth writing about. The weather can be a hindrance at some points, and a few of the danger signs are incredibly difficult to score on. However, what I consider flaws, others might consider challenges. After sinking about 35 hours into this game and reaching level 87, I was certainly glad to be done with it when I had finished everything I was able to do. That being said, I will still be eagerly anticipating whatever add-on is released in the future, because this is a world I definitely won't mind returning to. Whether you're a fan of straightforward racing games or the more open-world car games of yesteryear, Forza Horizon 4 has something for every racing fan of every skill level. Speaking of open worlds, if the rumors are true and Playground Games really are working on the next entry in the Fable series, the beautiful landscape of Forza Horizon 4 is a good indication that everybody's favorite chicken kicker is in good hands. From the rolling hills of Astmore to the sprawling city of Edinburgh, this latest entry in the Forza Horizon series packs all of the usual thrills with plenty of new content well worth the extra hours you might and probably will put into it. I score this game a 9 out of 10 and you should definitely check it out. This episode is brought to you by Vitabrace, high-performance gamer wristbands by Miracle Fruit Oil. Big Dog, you and I play a lot of video games. Yes, we do. You ever find yourself in positions where your, your hands get cramped and you just you, you need a break, you got to get up? Yes. Okay, well, it just so happens that Miracle Fruit Oil, they made these bracelets right here, and what it's supposed to do is increase circulation in your wrist, makes you less tired, less fatigued, less sore and stiff. Uh, it's... It's supposed to give you more endurance, grip, strength, range of motion, uh, mobility, stability, better manual dexterity, coordination, and precision movements. I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts, 
and it has helped. It has made it so because you know I spent a lot of time working on computers, doing video games, stuff like that. It does help, you know. It kind of eases uh, eases the pain a little bit, or I feel it less. I mean, when I do it without it, you don't really notice until you take the bracelet off. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, Brace is powered by nature. It contains miracle fruit seed oil, a rare and natural oil that comes from the seed of the healthy miracle fruit berry. The wristband is capable of delivering the oil to your wrist for four to six months of daily use. The combination of compression, uh, occlusion, and unique oil provides several benefits. If you're interested in getting your own Miracle Fruit Vitabraze wristband, visit their website today www.miraclefruitoil.com and use promo code MEDIA10 at checkout for $10 off your next purchase. All right, guys, thanks for tuning into my review. You can catch this review and more on the Pop Culture Cosmos, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, and all the usual places. Also on Topic Ocalypse, you can find it on our iTunes Humanican, uh, and at Humanican Media on YouTube. Uh, until next time, thanks for tuning in. So for Josh Peterson, this is Gerald Glassford. It's another beautiful day in paradise right here in the Pop Culture Cosmos. We thank you for listening. And here's hoping you have yourself a great day. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Tangent Bound Network. Let your voice be heard. Tangentboundnetwork.com. Thanks so much for downloading the Pop Culture Cosmos, and stay tuned as more great podcasts are on the way. Thanks again for listening to us here at the Pop Culture Cosmos.